Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and hello and welcome to the Health and Wellness Show where we're working to improve on our health and our wellness. Today is Monday, February the 6th, 2017. It is a wintry, wonderful, cold, but yet sunny and bright morning here in New York. We are starting off the week by talking about what's in your medicine cabinet. But before we do that, we only have 15 minutes today because we're starting a little later because of technical problems, and my time is short. However, I'd like to welcome you, and thank you so much for joining us, where our goal is to be informed, empowered, and become strong advocates as it relates to our own health and wellness or that of our loved ones. If you're joining us live right now, thank you so much. The number to call in is 323-642-1536. That's area code 323-642-1536. And if those of you are listening on the archives, I want to thank you. Those who are listening on iTunes, however you are reaching out to the Health and Wellness Show, it is really, really a joy to be able to share this with you. I am so touched by those who have reached out to say that they've missed the show or those who ask questions. If you have any questions, any comments, as it relates to your health and wellness, feel free to reach out. um, And you can reach me at info at thedaythatchangedmylife.org. That's info, I-N-F-O, at thedaythatchangedmylife.org. Org. The Day That Changed My Life is an exploration into the lives of those who have been touched by cancer. We brought to you first the audio books, The Day That Changed My Life, really looks into the emotions and uh, the different types of changes that one goes through when they find out that they have cancer. You can find the audio books on Audible, Amazon, and other audio book sites. We have the parents' editions for those whose child has been diagnosed with cancer and, of course, the original um, The Day That Changed My Life, Cancer, An Uncertain Journey, which is for the newly diagnosed cancer patient, is also on the uh, audio book sites, and you can find them. They're very precise and short. They have testimonials from people who have had cancer, and you can get words of encouragement, hope, and inspiration. Feel free to share it with your family and friends as well. You can also feel free to share today's show. This is so important. This is something that we really need to pack in with a little bit of time, but we just need to get things first out of the way. We want to know, check in on your health and wellness. How have you been doing with your New Year's goals and your resolutions to make some improvements on your health and wellness for 2017? Remember, this falling off the wagon bit is going to happen, may or may not. For some people, they have strong willpower. Some people really sticking with it. So it's not to condemn everyone. It's not to even condemn anyone. It's to encourage you to say, you know what, if there, if you had some missteps or you fell off or you just kind of took a break or you just got discouraged, I'm here to encourage you and start. Make small changes and, and just keep making small changes and keep adding as you go. You know, if you've walked a block, 
or if you walk two blocks, you know, each day try to push yourself just a little further, you know, drink some more water today instead of going reaching for that soda or um, sweetened beverage. Just say, you know, let me just have some water instead. And you'll find that these things are actually refreshing and they get better and better with time. You begin to adjust and you will see the improvements. You will see the improvements in the way you walk, the way you breathe, you'll see the improvements in the, just the way that your clothes fit. And all those things help to boost your confidence. And when your confidence is boosted, oh, my goodness, it's just like all is right with the world. And who doesn't want everything to be right within their own world? Today we're going to talk about what's in your medicine cabinet, which is really, really, really crucial because a lot of people have meds their medicines and their prescriptions placed in the cabinets and sometimes they turn and look and see, oh, I think this is expired or sometimes people don't even look at the expiration date. They just pick it up and say, okay, my baby's sick, let me give this to her or, you know, let me just check in. But every once in a while I will cover the latest recall warnings that are announced by the Food and Drug Administration. It's very important for us to be aware of the various recalls and warnings that relates to our health and wellness. So how about those over-the-counter products that you have and you reach for when you have a cold or a headache or any other ailment? Well, the FDA, which is the Food and Drug Administration, which oversees, you know, have had every now and again they put up a list of drugs every time there's an alert or there's a need to alert the public at large. And sometimes many people don't even know about these and they're unaware. So that's why it's important for us to get the word out to let you know that you should look into these things. You know, recalls are actions taken by a firm to remove a product from the market. Recalls may be conducted on a firm's own initiative by the FDA requesting that they do that in order to under, you know, the statutory um, authority, which means if your company is making a specific product, if you find or if you hear any complaints, you should at least alert and aware, give some sort of um, awareness to the different outlets where your your your, your um, product is being sold. So for us, the consumers, we don't necessarily get that information just unless it happens to have reported a couple of amount of deaths or something that makes it to the media at large. However, you should be a little bit more vigilant in terms of looking into things just for your own self and for your own peace of mind and for your own sake. And in July 2011, the FDA began a pilot program to notify people of drug recalls before they are classified. These unclassified recalls will be published um, in the enforcement report every Wednesday and will be listed under the heading Human Drug Product Recalls Pending Classification. They will be posted with their classifications once that determination has been made. So you can also follow them on the social media. You can follow them on Twitter and Facebook, or you can go directly to the website and go to FDA, www.fda.gov. It's really important to focus on these types of things and understand what the recalls are and what's out there. You know, um, right now as of, let's look at the last four ones that I can share with you right now. Um, as of November 24, 2016, CVS and the Kids Release, that's the name of the brand name, CVS and Kids Release, homeopathic products um, were being recalled 
because of misdeclared belladonna, um, belladonna extract levels. And the company is the Raritan Pharmaceuticals. That was on November 24, 2016. And in November 29th, on November 29th, Megajex, which is a male sex enhancer dietary supplement, which is really important, is an unapproved new drug, and the company is MS Bionic. Understand that it is an unapproved new drug. That's why they're asking for it to be removed and recalled. It's Megajex, M-E-G-A-J-E-X. It's a male sex enhancer dietary supplement. And that's very important when you hear about these things that are unapproved. It's really important to get some kind of idea of what we're putting into our systems. Has it been tested? What are the side effects? What are the long-term effects? You know, you know, if there are any effects. If it's effective, then that's fine. But if we don't know, we don't want to just have it out on the market. Um, and December 28, 2016, Duravet, which is Duramycin, and it's a 10-soluble powder. That's the product description. It is for stability failure. And the company's name is Huva Pharma. And that's um, Duravet. And that's really important that you know these things. As of January 24, 2017, Hospira has vancomycin, Hydrochloride for injection, because of the reason is a particulate matter, and the company's name is Hospira. Now, that should be something that would not necessarily be something that would be given to you by hand, should be notified by the hospital. So that may not be something that you'll be too concerned about just yet. But let's talk quickly about these things because it's really important to understand what's in your cabinet and how important it is to understand um, you know, most of us have our own different types of meds and our things, and some people, we have our painkillers, we have different types of things that when we are in need to use, if we have a fever, we just reach in, and we want to get that child something immediately, and sometimes we just, out of urgency matters, we just take it or give it to our loved ones, and we need to know what's there, what's efficient, what's working, what's good, and what's expired and what needs to be thrown out. Now, the general rule um, is that once the drug is degraded by 10%, it has reached the end of its useful life. If you take it months or even years past the expiration date, it's unlikely to do you any harm. It just might not do you much good either. So it's not necessarily going to hurt you. Specifically, you won't die from it, but it's not going to do you any good. However, that might be a big deal if you're treating a headache. But if you're fighting a bacterial and Section with antibiotics like amoxicillin. Um, a lot of people use that. Using less than fully potent drugs could fail to treat the infection and lead to more serious illness. So you really know it's a delicate balance and you have to be very, very careful when it comes to using these types of products and drugs because some things can lead to serious illnesses. You know, when you inadvertently take an overdose of something by taking antibiotics that aren't full strength, you run the risk that the bacteria battling will figure out not only how to defeat the weakened drug, 
but other antibiotics too. So you really, that's one of the things they say, you don't want to give too much antibiotics because your body has a tendency to build up a resistance to certain things. And before you know it, these things that you're taking, these products and drugs may no longer be effective. Now, if you take something that not only weakens the ability to take any antibiotics, but just any antibiotic at all will not work. That will really be crucial. So it's really important to understand when it comes to looking at the date, check on them and make sure that, you know, you understand that some medications are more vulnerable than others. So you really need to check the label. Insulin and some of the um, immunotherapy drugs and as well as some of the children's painkillers and cold remedies require refrigeration and protection from light. So those are things that are really sensitive and you really need to know about these things and understand where it's coming from. And in terms of speaking about all of these things and how important it is to know what's in our medicine cabinets and understand what the recalls are out there and why it's important to know that these things, when it comes to our health and wellness, we cannot afford to um, take anything lightly. For example, we're just learning that the... um, current president here in the United States of America vows to overhaul the Food and Drug Administration. And with this drug, this drug and Food and Drug Administration, we have different types of protocols and things that are set in place to determine whether a drug is good or not good. And it's really mostly based on the consumer. However, according to what's happening, we're hearing that these uh, huge policy changes includes steps to accelerate the process of approving new prescription drugs, which is sort of like setting up a conflict with the way the process is done. Now, if you want to do away with um, this whole process, then you're putting the public at risk, and that's really a cause for major concern. So we're hoping that these early reports are not going to be be true. You know, according to uh, what's been saying, Mr. Trump has been vetting candidates to run the agency, which regulates the safety of everything from drugs and medical devices to food and cosmetics. Now, there's this one former official at the Health and Human Services Department, his name is Jim O'Neill, um, who argues with companies that companies should not have to prove that their drugs work in clinical trials before selling them to consumers. Just like that, just take a second to try to understand what the logic is behind that. That a company does not have to prove that the drugs work in clinical trials before selling them to the consumers. That's really, really critical for us as acute consumers. And for you, for you or your loved one, you want to know that whatever you're taking is really going to do more good than any harm, and you don't want to take the risk. So that's it for this week's health and wellness. We'll pick up on that. We're out of time. And if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email. Until then, have a fantastic, a wonderful, a magical, a healthy-driven week.